this morning and tell him there's nothing you cannot do you are the almighty you are the El Shaddai thank you Lord Jesus go ahead and give it to him Lord we honor you we bless your name we worship you Father be God exalted in the name of Jesus thank you Father in Jesus name we have worship Father bless your people this morning and let your name alone be glorified thank you Father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed you can be seated God bless you I want to thank God for everyone here physically we know that the fuel has increased again but our God is greater than the fuel price and we always bless you beyond your imagination in Jesus name are you saying amen very well one of the things you will not lack, you will not lack fuel. Because you will not lack money to buy it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And some of you that have not bought your car, this season you are going to buy your home. And you will fuel it well in the name of Jesus. These are not the days you will be saying, is this car consuming fuel or is not consuming fuel? The most important thing is that you must have money to buy the car and to fuel it. And the Lord will do it for you in Jesus' name. I want to thank God for so many lives that are here. Today look like a special Sunday. Oh, Brahma Kide, especially, we thank God for your life. It is not of him that will it, neither it is of him that run it. It is of God that showed mercy. And I said, nobody should give glory to the one that prays. The glory belongs to the one that answers prayer. On behalf of the church, we are saying we are grateful for your life. I, I think this month is your birthday. Last week. Wow. Wow. We bless God for your life. God will preserve you. He said with long life, I will satisfy you. You will not die prematurely. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, on behalf of the church, we thank you for this life. This is your doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. The scripture says affliction will not come again the second time. So no more affliction in your life. You have entered your season of endless testimony in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. I cover the world with the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for a virtuous woman. Lord, preserve her life and let her eat the fruit of her labor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let's clap for Brahma Kede and Sister Makede. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. We want to thank God for that life. We want to thank God for the grace of sharing testimony. And you know that some people pass through some symptoms and they are gone. And that should tell us that we should appreciate him more. And one of the things that we should pick from that testimony is that he said he tried some things and it did not work initially because God wants his praise to be bigger. Maybe you are also going through some things and you are saying, ah, Lord, when will this thing change? Please let know that 
your praise will be bigger in Jesus' name. One other thing I want to say about this testimony is that we should fight if we thought. We should fight if we thought. Because anytime you are going through some things, evil thoughts will come. Try as much as possible to fight evil thoughts with the word of God. Don't release evil thoughts. Don't say jaga jaga when you are sick. Don't say that you are dying. Say, I am alive and I will not die prematurely. Say that with me. So you have that choice. And may the Lord bless all of us in Jesus' name. And I know some people that may be sick, you are encouraged with this testimony. Keep fighting every negative thought. And no evil plan of the devil will prevail over your life in Jesus' name. Psalm chapter 138, verse 7 and 8. We are talking about perfection. This is a month of divine perfection. Month of divine perfection. Verse 7 and 8, Psalm 138, verse 7 and 8. Look at what it says. Though I am surrounded by troubles, you will bring me safely through them. You will clench your fist against my angry enemy. Say amen. amen. <laughs> your power will save me. The Lord will work out his plan for my life. For your loving kindness, Lord, continue forever. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerned me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endure it forever. Start from verse 7. Put on verse 7. Let me read from verse 7. Verse 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Hallelujah. Verse 8, put on verse 8 again. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. If that person is not answering very well, say, I don't know about you. But the Lord will perfect his will concerning me. Say amen three times. Isaiah 3 verse 7 says we have been made for his glory. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says the part of the just is like a shining light. God is always bringing to pass his word. Genesis 21 verse 1 he said the Lord fulfilled the word he spoke to Sarah according to his word. When the Lord is perfecting his will he's bringing his word to pass. The promise of God over your life, the Lord will perfect it in the name of Jesus. And the Lord feasted Sarah as he has said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. The Lord was perfecting his plan for the life of Sarah. I don't know the promises that you have received some years back. And it's like it's getting delayed. In this month of perfection, the Lord will fulfill his word. We perfect that which concerns you in the name of Jesus. How do you flow in the divine perfection? The fine fulfillment of God's word in your life. Number one, you have to show an act of faith because God likes faith. I know so many of you say you have talked about faith so much. Anything that is good, you talk about it so much because faith produces results.
Hebrew chapter 11 verse 6. The Bible says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Some people say, hey, I have faith in my heart. You need to show it. Are you hearing me now? If you want God to perfect his will, you need to show that you have faith. Any little way you can show as an act of faith, you have to show it for God to see. God can see faith in your face. He can see faith in your action. He can see faith in your attitude. He can see faith the way you react. And if you can sow faith, God will perfect his plan concerning you. In Luke chapter 5 verse 17, they brought a boy that was sick and they dropped the boy before Jesus. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he saw that they are showing faith. Now it happened a certain day as he was teaching that there was a Pharisee and Jesus of the Lord were there. Verse 18. Verse 18. Put on verse 18. Okay, we are going to 20. Luke 5, 20. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, their faith, verse 20. Put on verse 20, please. Verse 20, quickly. When he saw their faith, he said to the man, your sins are forgiven you. Faith can even bring forgiveness of sin. You know, some of us say, eh, nonsense. If you have faith, let me see your face. Let's see it in the way you smile. Let's see it in your confession. Let's see your attitude. Because the actions of faith will always produce results. And most of the time, our voice note betrays us. We say something in church. But when you get home or you're alone to yourself, you begin to say what the devil says. Look at the testimony of Ramakine. He said he was sick, he was going to the hospital. But the devil was telling him, say to your wife, when I die, bury me in this place. Say this time to take care of the children. Buy this thing. You see, if he started saying that, God might still heal him, but he has shown an action of lack of faith. The trouble that you are going through it's not enough for you to show that you are doubting God. Show faith at least. Because he that come to God must believe that God exists. And that God is a rewarder of them that seek him. Show faith. By coming to church, you are showing faith. It's not convenient. You don't have money for, for, for fuel, but you decide to trek. That's an action of faith. Oh, you are passing through some things. You are having a little pain in your body. And something is saying to you, why don't you sleep at home? Say, no, I'll go to church. I'm going to worship God. It's an action of faith. When you come to church, it's an action of faith that you believe God. And God needs you to show it before perfecting his plan in your life. Just an action of faith. An attitude of faith. You know at times, your attitude can push human being away. You have not spoken but your attitude towards him, it just puts the boy away. And your attitude at times can attract somebody to you. Your attitude. When you show an action of faith, or you show forth your faith, you will discover that miracle will happen. In Esther chapter 4 verse 16, Mordecai encouraged Esther, the queen. He said, look, you have to go to the king and ask for favor. Maybe God has put you in position of authority for a time like this. If you know the story well, you know what was happening. There was a law that they should kill all the Jews. Mordecai was actually steering extra to faith. Believe God for something more. 
He says, sir, you know if I go to the king, he will kill me. Because if the king does not call you, and he has not called me for one month, he can kill me. Except he showed me favor. It's only the person that the king will raise his golden scepter that will be spared. I may die by trying this. Mordecai said, if you refuse to go, the Lord will raise help for his people for other quarters, but you and your family will be destroyed. You know, when the faith of that woman was weak, she now said, please, go and fast for me. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in the and fast ye for me. Me and my maiden will also fast for me. Everybody fast for me. Pray for me. I will go by faith. And if I perish, I perish. That is an action of faith. God was waiting for that. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Let's show action of faith. When we are coming to church, don't let us come as an helpless person. As a what we got to do. Some people come to church with a lackadaisical attitude. No action of faith in their face. Even when they pray, it shows that they do not know God. Let's come to God with a mindset that we are going to receive help and find grace to help us in time of need. Show an action of faith. Please sit down. Show action of faith. Because if you refuse to show it, God may not be able to help you. Please, it is not enough for you to confess that Jesus is not though. You have to consistently show us that you believe God. Showing faith in God will always produce results. Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. Maybe I should read Acts chapter 12 verse 5. And we move to the next one. Very importantly, every one of us must put on an action of faith. The papers, who is one of you, a bond servant of Christ, greet you always. Laboring fervently for you in prayer that you may stand perfect, complete in all the will of God. He's praying for you. He's praying. Somebody needs to pray for you. Steer your faith. Show faith. Prayer is a sign that you have faith in God. It's a sign. When you lack money, God is waiting for an action of faith. Do you need them to say, God, help me. God, I am helpless. Or you are looking for people to call. It's not wrong for you to call people, but it's wrong for you to abandon God. Forget God and call every other person for help. You must show an action of faith. Acts chapter 12, verse 5. The Bible says, prayer was made constantly for Peter that he must be released. People put on an action of faith. The church can show an action of faith for somebody. No, this person must not die. And they are saying, Lord, you must do it. They are putting their faith and they are praying for the person. Action of faith is very important. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Faithless Christian is a powerless Christian. A faithless church is also a powerless church. Faith is the hand that is received from God. If the church is not in agreement on anything concerning anybody, bad things will happen. James was apprehended and was beheaded and he died. And you know, Peter was in prison. At this time, Peter cannot even pray for himself. But the Bible said, the church said, Lord, we love Peter. We don't want Peter to die. And constant prayer was offered. 
the church was united they gathered people together all of a sudden they gather people together so yeah let's go and pray and pray for brother peter don't you know they have killed somebody there peter must not die constant prayer constant prayer was made for peter until he was released please sit down if we call an emergency prayer meeting for somebody will you be around even the day that you know we are going to meet you don't come They say, uh, why were you not in the Bible study? It was raining. Nonsense. It was raining. When it was not raining, didn't you have another excuse not to come? It was raining. That's why you didn't come. Those people that believe God, those people that follow God, must believe God exists. You can't be worshipping God and you are not showing action that you believe him. You are expecting God to do something. Yet, you refuse to put your trust in him. You have to show it. Let him know. The Bible says, By faith, our headers obtain good reports. If you want good testimony, show an action of faith. Show an action of faith. Stop living your life on calculation. When God tells you something, do it. When it's time for church, know there's an appointment with God for him to meet you. In that particular place. And don't fail him. Because when God sees your faith, you will attract the power of God to yourself. Show an action of faith. Prayer was made for him and it was released. James chapter 5, verse 13 and verse 15. James chapter 5, verse 13. If anyone among you is suffering, if anyone among you is suffering, you lack money, you are sick, you are not blessed, you are poor. Look at what the Bible says. Let him pray. Let him show an action of faith. Talk to God about it first. Not politics, not gossiping about your problem. Stop discussing things. Have you discussed with God? Things are not moving very right. When last did you join your hand with your wife and with your husband and say, please let us pray about this issue? Let's pray about it. Let's go to God today in church. If the church is open, we go there and pray. And God will answer us. That's an action of faith. You are doing any ceremony, anything whatsoever. You are showing an action of faith. God, it is you that I trust. And you alone. No matter what you are doing, God must be number one in your life. An action of faith. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing. If we are suffering, it is God. We show faith to him. If you are enjoying, it is God. Look at verse, verse uh, 15 again. Verse 15. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. We do what? I can't hear you. You see, that's what I'm telling you. God is always looking for faith in everything that we do. Don't, if somebody call you, I've told the minister, if somebody call you and the case look up place, don't say, ah, I don't know how God will solve this one. I say, because God will bypass you and still do it. And we say, ah, brother, I say God cannot do it, too, but God eventually did it. And you know, if you have been pessimistic all your life, even what God is doing, you will criticize. You say, you are not sure God can do it. And God will bypass you and still do it. So, you must constantly show and even when the cases look so helpless, God is in charge. God is in charge. 
I was at the hospital two times to see him. And the second visit was bad than the first. But I told him, no weapon for me against you shall prosper. Don't worry. He said, ah, the thing is too much. The thing is too much. Put my faith in God that is called the Almighty. Not on his look. I have to show faith so that I can believe God for his healing. Show an action of faith. He said, is anyone sick? Let the elders show faith and pray the prayer of faith. Pray the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sin, it will be forgiven him. That, that's how powerful faith is. Oh, Faith is very powerful. For anyone that is not looking like a faithful person, may the Lord change your look. So stop quoting uh, what unbelievers will say. In no ending, but when it's a lie. I can see it in your face. If you believe God. If you believe God. And you are coming late. Wrong. Wrong to church. It's a sign. If you are hearing praise worship. And you are discussing outside. Run inside. If you are in church. Don't pick phone. Don't, God is not your mate. Don't pick phone. Switch it off. Let them call you after. It's an action of faith. The pastor wants us to respect him. No. I want to respect somebody that is greater than me. Action of faith we always attract divine perfection to your life. The Bible says God is a God of knowledge. With him all actions are weighed. God is always looking at your actions. He's a God of knowledge. With him all actions, what you are doing, they are weighed. God is weighing it. This one, he doesn't respect me. God is weighing your action. He's looking at your priority. So if you want him to bless you, show, show, show. Show a sign of faith. Paul was invited somewhere to preach in the Bible. And when he was preaching, there was a man that was lame at his two feet. And the man fasted his eyes on Paul. And Paul observed that this man had faith to be healed. The way you look can communicate something. Paul was under the anointing of the Holy Spirit as he was preaching. The man fasted his eyes on Paul. He was willing to hear everything that Paul was saying. And Paul observed, oh, this guy is following me. And Paul moved by the Holy Spirit and said, young man, receive healing. And the Bible says, the man jumped up and started walking. He saw that the man had faith before the man was healed. Pastor Benin says, when you are laying hand on before anointing, don't lay hand on somebody that does not have faith. The man will quench your spirit. Look at their faces. You will see a man that has faith and a man that does not have faith. God does not bless a man that doesn't have faith. Faith attracts God to work on your behalf. That is what brings divine perfection. You see, when you lose somebody that is always wondering, his spirit is wondering, when the message is gone, don't lay hand on him, nothing will happen. Look at a man that is concentrating, that's having his eyes fixed on the Lord. He said, when you lay hand on him, miracle will happen. Lay hand on anybody that doesn't have faith, he will not receive any. Please sit down. I said to myself, I will try it today. We are going for pastor's conference. And I said, I'm going to sit in front. I'm going to concentrate. I'm going to see whether the pastor will notice. So I went today and I started concentrating. I was, the man at a time, he was focusing me all alone. In a garden of pastors. 
He was focusing me. He was pointing at me. He was doing example with me. Because my concentration was par excellence. There was nobody that was as focused as I was in that particular service. And when we pray, say, Pastor, let's take the mic and pray for all of us. I said, this thing work. Faith can be seen. I can see if you have faith in my message and if you don't have it. You don't ask me. I don't know why God is not answering my prayer. God is not answering your prayer because you don't show him that you have faith. If you show him, we act on your behalf. God is a God of knowledge. With him, all our chance away. Please, please, God is not your mate. When you are in church, show him what he wants and he will give you what you need. Show God what God loves faith. I said the only pleasure you can give God is to believe him. The only pain you can give God is to doubt him. Don't come to church unprepared. Come with your faith. Come with your faith. The Lord will perfect all that concerns me. How? By showing faith. We are many. This church, we are having service. All of us are pointing to heaven. Same headquarter. All other churches also. To God. All of us are looking up to God. God can answer everybody. At the same time, limitless God, shadow God, but God is always attracted to somebody that has the futures of faith. Number two way to attract divine perfection is by following God's way. One song that says, I've made up my mind to follow God's way for the rest of my life. Hebrews 7, 7. Without contradiction, the less is blessed by the better. God is the almighty. is the all source. So, you need to go into his way to enjoy his blessing. Isaiah 55, verses 8 to 10. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As everyone higher than the heart, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. If you walk in his frequency, in his ways, blessing we attend to you. It's not about my will, it's about his will. It's not about my way of doing things. It's about the way of God. And all of us must submit ourselves to the way of the Lord. The way of the Lord is what brings divine encounter, which we call divine perfection. That's what brings divine encounter. Tell me chapter 32, verse 4. Put on Tell me 32, verse 4. Second Samuel 22, 31. Tell me 32, verse 4. Is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice. A God of truth. And without injustice, righteousness and upright is he. Somebody say amen. That is his way. His way are perfect. His ways are righteousness. His ways are justice. Righteousness is he. Everything about him bring divine plan to manifestation. When I put myself in the way of the Lord, boom, miracle happen. That is why you can't walk against God's will and enjoy divine perfection. It is in him that everything consists. It is God that they call blessing without sorrow. Is God total. If you want to have complete blessing, you have to put yourself in his way. The moment you walk against his way, 
His perfect plan for your life will be thwarted. Divine perfection. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns me because I stand in his way. And in his way, I enjoy divine encounter. In his ways. Please don't walk against the way of the Lord. Second Samuel 22 verse 31. Second Samuel 22 verse 31. Second Samuel 22 verse 31. The way of the Lord is what guarantee blessing. As for God, look at what the Bible says here. His way, his way is what? Perfect. Somebody say perfect. Your best friend is anybody that helps you to be in God's will and God's will. Your worst enemy is somebody that is encouraging you that going against God's will does not matter. That's your worst enemy. Both of you will land in trouble. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is dry. is a buckler to all them that trust in him. As for God, his way is perfect. There's nothing that's unrighteousness about God. So when you walk in his way, you will enjoy divine perfection. Stop arguing with God. Your argument with God will take you nowhere. Just try as much as possible to be in the way of the Lord. And every divine encounter, every miracle will be meeting you. I pray all the days of your life, you always have testimony. But the only way to have testimony all the time is to be in his way. Because the way of the Lord is perfect. Psalm 18 verse 30. Psalm 18 verse 30. I'm just talking about the way of the Lord. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Psalm 18 verse 30. As for God... His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. It's a seed to all who trust in him. The way of the Lord is a protection. It's a prote- Once you are in the way of the Lord, you are divinely safe. You are divinely safe. Come on. The truth of the matter is that there are 12 hours in the day. If anybody walk in the light of God, he stumbleth not because the light of God is in him. Put it there. John chapter 11 verse 9. John 11 verse 9. Because the will of the Lord is full of light. It's perfect. It brings glory. Bring radiation. It's perfect plan. Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walk in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. Once you are on his way, light will come to you. You are confused because you are out of the way. You lack peace because you are out of the way. If you are in the way of the Lord, light will shine unto you. You will shine for your light has come. Put on verse 10. Put on verse 10. Let's read verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. But if anyone walk in the night, is tumble because the light is not in him. Is not in him. What is the way of the Lord? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. First Corinthians 10, 16. I want to give you three way of the Lord. You must constantly walk in. Psalm 126, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. Psalm 126, verse 5. My son, 
this is my way. Give attention to my word. Incline your ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in your heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And head to all their flesh. His way is his word. His way is his word. My son, let your gaze and your ears be towards my word. If you see my word all the time, it will enter your heart. If my word is in your heart, it will give head to your flesh. My way is my word. Let your gaze be on my word. If your gaze is on my word, it will enter your heart. If it enter your heart, it will heal your body. Every other thing in church, they are secondary. Number one, the word. Let your gaze be the word. Priority number one, everybody in the choir, whether you are a special person, whether you are a keyboardist, whether you are a drummer, I don't care your skill. If you neglect the word, you neglect your life. I don't care who you are. The way of the Lord is his word. My son, incline your ears. Don't just be somebody that will just come like a guest artist, just play and just go. And not pick any word. Because that is where your life is. That is where your head is. That's where your blessing is. That's what money cannot buy. The word that you hear is the way of the Lord. Is the way of the Lord. For they are life to those who find them and hurt to hold their flesh. I don't know what people come to church for these days. I don't know what you come for church for. Some people, they are so confused. They'll be in church for so many years, yet there's no single word that has entered their heart. The word is not changing you, so you are not changing. The word incline your ears. You can't be hearing God's word consistently with your heart for 10 years and it will not show your body. It will not show. Years back, almost about 20 years ago, I went somewhere at Abiyokuta and somebody said, Pastor, your life has changed. The word of God is working your life. Ah, you have testimony. Almost 20 years ago, I came with a regular base white like this. I was feeling very blessed. Because people say the word of God is working my life. This year, the person called me. Called me in my office. I don't know that you have gone like that. I said, gone where? You have changed. I said, this is what you say when you met me almost 20 years ago. You are saying that I'm blessed. Ah, he said, you are too blessed now. I said, I'm blessed. The secret of being blessed and perfect is consistently focusing your eyes on the word. You can never go wrong when the word of God is your way. You can't go wrong. Things will always be getting better and better and better and better. For people that love his word, he said, for they are life to them that find it and act toward their flesh. Psalm chapter, which one again are we reading? 1 Corinthians 10, 16. 1 Corinthians 10, 16. What is 1 Corinthians 10, 16 saying? The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Number two, we of the Lord is consistently take only communion because it is the cup of blessing over our life. 
the cup of blessing. That's how the Bible says it. The word. The only communion is the way of the Lord. You can't go wrong taking the holy communion regularly on a weekly basis. It will perfect all that concerns you. It will heal you. Don't stay at home and feel nonchalancy towards the holy communion because God is watching your action. He's watching your action. Don't stay at home and say it's just Wednesday. What is holy communion? The Bible called the holy communion the cup of blessing that we took is the blood of the Lord. The bread that we eat is the body of the Lord. And John chapter 6 verse 57 says, anyone that take this thing will live because of me. So don't despise holy communion. Wherever you are, let it exercise your mind. It's holy communion. I must take it. I must take it. It's a respect. So, but you, 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 you book yourself somewhere. You are not available. You take it absolutely. You take it without respect. You take it as if it doesn't have any blessing in your life. That will not produce any blessing for you. The will of the Lord is for you to see the Holy Communion as a cup of blessing. And you must not be tired in taking it. Because drug is more expensive than Holy Communion. You had him. One tablet, one something of, uh, what do you call it? 9,000 plus. Oxygen is more expensive than Holy Communion. You will not be sick. So, if God says, this is my way for your head. Don't say because I'm strong. I don't need it. The day you need it, it might be difficult for you to take it. If you want to give him the hospital, the doctor will say, no, don't give him. When you are hale and healthy, take the cup of blessing. That's what the Bible call it. The cup of blessing that we took. The cup of blessing. May the Holy Communion be the cup of blessing for you. May you see the blood of Jesus the way you should see it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I just want to talk about just maybe three ways of the Lord. The word. The Holy Communion. And Psalm 126 verse 5. Psalm 126 verse 5. Put on Psalm 126 verse 5. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. What does it mean to sow in tears? Sow praise in tears. Sow thanksgiving in tears. Sow good work in tears. Thank God in advance. The Bible says those who who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his harvest with him. If there's somebody that say, even though people are looking at me and say, what are you going to praise God for? Say, but I will serve my God though. I don't care what people say. I may not have money. I may not be dangote. I may not be adelike. I may not be otedola. But yet, God is my God. I will let everybody see it. You are sowing in tears eventually you are going to reap in joy. You will see answers all around you in the life of your children. You see how God will take care of your own personal need too. Because those who are sold to him must definitely reap. If you refuse to sow anything now, when other people are rejoicing, you will be empty. Because the way of the Lord is that you sow and reap. And I'm not only talking about money. I'm talking about your time, your resources everything that God has given you. Your praises. Do it now. Come on. You are young. You are young. Some of you are young. You can sing and you are not in the choir. You are not showing now. You are not showing. The time that we pray for husband is coming. And you want a good man. And God is looking at the record. What have you done for me when you are young? In the place of service, things are released to you easily. Because those people that sow in tears, 
shall reap in joy. It may not be convenient, but when you invest in the Lord, you will definitely reap back. God can never allow any man to serve him without reward. Why? He's not a tax master. If you do anything for him, he will give you back. He will give you back. I know him. I know God. There is nobody. Do you know some people, they are in church and they are never committed financially to the church in any way. And God is watching. Some people, they are on here as I'm speaking now. They are just listening to me. And they will say, oh, thank God. They will be sowing into the church. Those people that are sowing in tears, shall reap in joy. If God is leading you to sow, sow. If God is leading you to walk, walk. Let nobody disturb you from walking. Those who sow shall reap. If you exempt yourself from sowing, the reaping time is coming. You will watch other people saying what God has done for them. What will you say you have done for God in your 40? What will you say you have done for God in your 30s? Are you going to serve God when you are 80? Now that you have time, you have the energy. All that you are doing, chasing girls, chasing money. That's all you use your time to do. And later you are now saying, God, after all, I'm a member of Abundant Grace Church. God said, I know you're a member, but what has been your contribution? What have you shown? Some show time. Some show resources. Some show commitment. You can count on them. If it's only be one person that will be in church, they will be there. They show loyalty to the church. And God said, I see them. And I will reward them accordingly. If you do not sow, you cannot reap. I'm not talking about sowing and reaping of your sin. I'm talking about sowing and reaping of good work. Your sins are forgiven. But your seed of good work will be remembered. And God will always pay you back. It's not only Arishi Larikao. Arishi Lariri. It's not that people are talking about it. If you do it, people will say, Ah, this person is faithful. Even as human being, if me, me and my wife will discuss it. Ah, this person, despite the distance of his house, of her house, is always coming to church. This person should be blessed. So, and I will say, Yes, so this person should be rewarded, should be blessed. So, there are some people very close, yet they never make, make any commitment to God. Very close. The way of the Lord is also to honor him. He said, those people that honor me, I will honor. Those people that likely esteem me, I will put down. That is God. That is the way of the Lord. You can't change it. The way God is in your eyes, that is the way he behaves himself to you. Watch your heart. Put yourself in God's way. Follow God's way. And light will shine upon you. And you are going to enjoy divine perfection. Number three way to enjoy divine perfection in your life is to walk in the love of God. I know God has capacity to love anybody. But it's our responsibility to be conscious of his love and to walk in his love at all times. Not everybody that I love appreciates it. A man can love you and you put the love down. Say, I just don't like him. A lady can love you and you say, you don't like the person. So, love is like a proposal. It's a proposal. It's acceptance that gives power to love. The love of God is like a proposal to you. If you accept the love and you walk in his love, his blessing will be unleashed, released, poured upon your life. You must have a heart that embraces the love of God. Because some of us, because maybe we have been cheated, 
Uh, we have been harassed. People are not good. Though. Church people are bad people. They gossip people. Church is not good. So when we come to church, we use one oku and tie our hearts. God, you cannot love me. I've been brutal. We will now heal you if God cannot show you love. The only thing that heals a broken heart is love. Is what? Love. If you are affected by your background, love. If you are the weakest sinner, the love of God. If you have been cheated by somebody that loves you, the love of God. The only antidote that brings perfection to a Christian life is love. Because where there is the love of God, there will be genuine joy and smile. The love of God is indescribable. It's unending. When it enters your heart, there will be oil of joy that will come from you. And nobody can love you like Jesus. He's a friend that sticks with you at all time. At all time. At all time. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 10. He said there's hope. There's faith. But the best of them all, the perfect of them all, is love. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. What is the one that is perfect? Love! Love! Be conscious of the love of God. Be conscious of the love of God. And cherish it. Because love is like a precious ointment. You must cherish the love. Walk in his love. Appreciate his love. Be conscious that you are special to him. The moment you are conscious that you are special to God, every other blessing will come upon you. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. The Bible says your faith, that I even talked about in the first point, we only walk because we believe that God loves you. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision affects anything but faith. Walking through love. You know the reason why people don't believe God? They don't believe that God loves them. You believe that God loves some people more than you. That is why you don't show him affection. Don't show him affection. Your faith can only be activated when you believe that you are special to him. You will pray to him if you know that you are loved. If you know that God loves you, you will pray to him more. They will open church. You will run inside. Say, that is the house of my lover. You will love him more because you know that he loves you. He said, we love him because he first loves us. And that love must dwell in our heart. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Okay, maybe I read one more. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Once you are in love, your life is better. Nothing makes life better when Christ is in love with you and you are in love with Christ. That union will make you productive and lead to a perfect life. First John chapter 4 verse 16 to 18. First John chapter 3 verse 1. Talking about the love of God is the love of God that takes us to perfection. Help us to be who we are. If you know how much God loves you, I would not even be struggling to preach with you. Say, oh, that's my lover. What do you say you want me to do? That's what I'm going to do. And you do it. We have known 
and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love, abides in God, and God is in him. Verse 17. Quickly, verse 17. We are going to 18. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. When you know that God loves you, you don't be afraid of judgment or any evil attack. You know, because as Jesus is precious in heaven, so are you precious on the heart. As he is, so are you in this world. Once you enter the realm of love with God, nothing can touch you. You now become the apple of his eyes. May the Lord open your eyes to know how much God loves you. Because you cannot truly fulfill your potential, but you know how much God is in love with you. Please say that. Verse 18. There is no fear in love, but it's perfect love. Cast out fear, because fear involves torment, but evil fears has not been made perfect. Anyone that is that comes to church and is afraid in any area of his life does not believe that God loves him. If God loves you, he will protect you. If God loves you, he will take care of you. If God loves you, he will bless you. Anyone that is afraid does not believe that God loves him. I don't know what people will say. You are afraid. You are afraid. And when you are afraid, you don't believe that you are loved. The moment you believe that you are loved, you are free. All the body will be taken out of your heart. You will live a joyful life. And the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3, it is with joy that you are going to draw water from the well of salvation. When the love of God fills your heart, joy will overflow. When joy overflows, you will be drawing blessing. Unexpected blessing will come to you. Because that joy that comes as a result of love will come to you. I see a lot of people living under limitation. They are not free. They are not happy. It's because they don't know the most important person in the universe loves them. If God loves you, and I don't love you, who am I? Can you compare the love of God with the love of man? If you know the love of God, you'll be relaxed. You'll be contented. You'll be peaceful. The love of God will take you away from lusts. It will take you away from evil. It will perfect you. Because you want to please him. Because you know he loves you so much. When you walk in his love, you enjoy divine perfection. You must be conscious that you are special and that God loves you. That is the only thing that can make you happy. Nobody can make you happy if you don't believe that God loves you. Nobody can make you happy. It is the love of God that can make you happy. It is the love of God that can do what? That can make you happy. You must believe that God loves you. When you believe that God loves you, then you will enjoy divine perfection. You can enjoy divine perfection. And you accomplish more than you can ever imagine. You accomplish more in life because you believe that God loves you. The love of God will attract blessing into your life. First John chapter 3. Verses 1 and 2. Maybe we should round off here. First John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. First of behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Let me tell your neighbor, say, God loves me so much. Say, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon me. I'm a special child of God. Can't you see it all around me?
Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon me. That is why I do not fear. That's why I will never be afraid. God is on my side. Favor is on my side. Prosperity is on my side. Long life is on my side. Blessings on my side. Answer prayers on my side. Because God loved me so much. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh. Sing it for me again. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too
verse 2. And I'm running up now. Put on verse 2. Put on verse 2. Beloved, now we are children of God because He loves us. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when it's revealed, we shall be like Him. For we shall see Him as He is. Because of His love, He will not hide Himself from us. We see Him the way He is and will be like Him. It cannot be revealed now. Our potential. Nobody can know my potential. My potential is in Christ. And because he loves me, he will reveal himself to me. And I will be like him. Because his love is so great. His love is so kind. He's so amazingly wonderful.
raise your hands to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That I am not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I'm special to you. I'm special to God. I'm the beloved of Christ. Thank you because my life is not ordinary. Thank you for making me special. Thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. I will keep this love in my heart forever. I don't care what I may go through. Your love will perfect your plan concerning me. Your love will restore me. Your love will bless me. Your love will open joy for me. Your love is what is important to me. Thank you for the gift of love. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for the assurance of love. Thank you because you love me too much. Excess love. Everlasting love. I am grateful that you love me. I am not living a pitiable life. Lord, your love is amazing. I am grateful, Lord. Go ahead and worship me because of the love that you have enjoyed. Hey! I am overwhelmed by his love. Jesus' name, we have worship. Open your eyes. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say with me, Your way, Lord. I will always walk in Your way. I receive grace to follow God's way. Lord, I will not be against Your way. I rededicate my life to walk in Your way. Go ahead and say that. Let it come from your heart. Let God know that you want his way. It's your way that I want. It's your way that I will live. It's your way, Lord. Not my way. Not my will. But your way. Your way is okay for me. Your way is good for me. I may not see the hell from the beginning. But I follow God's way. For the rest of my life. I will follow God's way for the rest of my life in the name of Jesus open your eyes what is repentance repentance is having a positive mind towards God a good heart that God has your interest at heart that God is good anybody that is born again and does not have a good thought towards God is not a born again child of God Repentance. Say we preach repentance towards God because what the devil preach is anti-God, taking us away from God. Hard chapter twenty verse seventeen. Say, but we preach repentance, repentance towards God. Act twenty twenty one. Your mind must be towards Him. Is the priority number one? Repentance towards God. That's repentance. Testifying to the Jews and also to Greek repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ your mind is constantly looking up to God that's repentance you have a positive mind towards God say ah no no nothing must touch my God though. that's what they call repentance if you are born again 10 years ago and anytime you think about God negative things coming to your mind you are a backsliding Christian 
a somebody that is repenting, somebody that's having a positive mind towards God, 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 all the time. If you are here and you are saying, What can God do? then you need repentance. You must have a positive mind towards God. There is nothing that God cannot do. And God is calling us to repentance towards him. Change your thoughts towards me. Raise your hands to heaven. Father, I will always have a positive mind towards you and I will worship you all the days of my life. I will show an attitude of faith I will listen to your word. I will walk in your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. My faithlessness will not affect me. But I will have a positive mind towards you. At all time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Okay. Sit down. Sit down. I see some of you want to sit down already. One of the reasons why people sin, Christians sin, is because they don't believe God is on their side again. One of the reasons why we have so many people that don't want to give their life to Christ is because they don't believe God is on their side. I want to tell you that God is on your side. It's not too late for you to be blessed. Close your eyes, everybody. If today you want to give your life to Christ because you know God is good, say with me, Lord Jesus I repent of my sin. I give my life to you. I will live for you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. I am a born again Christian. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. If you have confessed that you are blessed in Jesus' name, let's clap hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Remember, our opening scripture is Psalm chapter 138. Verse 7 and 8. God will perfect everything that concerns you. He will work out his plan for your life. Can somebody say amen? amen. This week you are blessed. Amen. You are blessed because you are loved. And he will perfect all that concerns you. In Jesus name.